God's good. He'll take care of that. He always does, doesn't he? You know, before I get into where I'm going, it's amazing as I've sat and watched through all the years, it doesn't matter what we go through. He always, always makes good from it. Doesn't make sense. Some of the stuff that I've seen go on in people in the body right here, my own family, and then to think that how in the world is this ever going to come out, but he always, 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 always. I've shared with you that Chris is involved in mentoring at the prison where he's at, and he was going down the hall and ran right into the warden, and the warden said, Mr. Coleman, how are you? And, and Chris said, sir, thank you for letting us do this. And he said, wait a minute, just like that. He said, we're thanking you. We're thanking your group. They've got fifth, six, 16 or 17 now. It just continues to grow. I reached, reached last year over 20,000 inmates. And from it, we're seeing all kinds of positive things. And look what happened to Chris. But yet, he's so satisfied and so pleased now with his life. Amazing, folks. He can take anything and everything. I don't care what you say. Well, you don't care. I don't care what you're going through. That's right. Only because I know if you trust in him, he will turn for good. Why do I say that? Because <laughs> that's what he says. This is the most powerful thing in the world Amen. right here. There is no comp. There is, there is, there is nothing there's all kinds of books about it, and they're good to read and encourage yourself. But don't stand on the book. Stand on this book. You say, well, what translation are you reading? That doesn't matter. He, he honors whatever translation you're reading, and he'll make it for good. I don't care if you're reading The Passion or King James or like me and John always have feuds about. He, he memorized King James, so when you hear him talk, it's thus and thou and this, because that's, he, that's all he talks is the word. But this, why? Because this is the answer. And when he says, I know what you're going through, he, he never, the word says, he never ever lets anything come upon you that he doesn't allow. You say, well, that's horrible. No, we're in a cursed world and he knows it. But when you get caught in the curse, and we all do, he's going to make good out of it. If you love him and trust in him and stay with him and stay hooked up with him. We've been talking about purpose. Been back here. I don't know how long we'll leave it up, but everybody here has got a purpose. Every, you say, well, I don't have one. No, you, I'm sorry. You have a purpose in your good and your bad and your, in your ugly. Can I say that? That don't sound right. That sounds like, what was his name? Clint Eastwood. Good, bad, and the ugly. But you all, and, you, and, and the thing that in your purpose, you're going to reign. Once you find it, or even when you don't find it, you're still reigning and you're still on top of it in your, in your purpose. And you're designed, you're designed to be an overcomer. Everybody here. If you've got Jesus, you're an overcomer. There's just, the, why do I say that? Because that's what's what the Word says. It's a guarantee. 1 John's 5, 4 in the New Living Translations, every child of God defeats the evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. How? Faith is, a, is an interesting word, folks. We went through a season in the doctrine, not doctrine, but in, in the church life where 
people took faith and they, they got to where they was, thought they could name it and claim it. I, I'm sorry, that's not faith. Because if that's, if that's the case, a lot of things you've named you, you would have got that you shouldn't have got. I thought I could die. I thought I would die. I can't make it. All these things that we say, if you're saying them, then you're going to get them. But fact is, faith is not, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence that, the evidence of just knowing. My faith is in him, and my faith is he's going to take care, and my faith is his word, and my faith is if he says he never leaves me, forsakes me, then he never leaves me and forsakes me. If he, say, if he says he'll turn everything for good, he will. He doesn't skip things. I will turn everything for good, so then he does. All things. All things. That, that's the word, and, and we're, in this, we're in this position of knowing that if I'm a child of God, then I'm going to be an overcomer. And why? Well, through Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through who? Jesus. Through Jesus. Our, our Lord Jesus. He, he gives me the victory. So I know that wherever my purpose is, wherever I'm at, and everything's seasonal, I'm purposing to be right here right now, but I, I have a purpose in many other things in my life and what I'm doing. Uh, I, I've been, I'm, I'm kind of a jack of all trades and not a master of any. I can mechanic, I can, I can electric, I can plumb, and why? Because my father taught me all this stuff. But, so there's times when I'm purposing in that, and he gives me what I need to do that. That's what he does in each and every one of you. But we've got to recognize that we are, we are overcomers, but we walk through this. From the moment you said yes to Jesus, the work starts. I, I'm, I'm, you, your heart gets broken knowing people that don't know him. Because you know they're just going through every day trying, trying, and not knowing why they can't. And yet they may look like they're achieving, but in their heart they're sad and they're lonely and they don't know what they've got. It's different for a Christian that walks as a Christian. You can go through the worst times of your life, but yet you can have peace knowing that he's got it, he's taking care of it. But we all grow Y'all recognize that you're not the same as you was a year ago? We mature. We build character. We build skills. All that comes through God's purpose in our lives. The only thing with, with the purpose that we've got is if you don't have character, your purpose will not be accomplished. I don't care who you are. There's a place where you have to walk in the things of God, in the fruit of the Spirit. You have to walk. We were sitting here in prayer Saturday morning, and the issue come up of integrity. Without integrity, you don't have much character. And that's the sad part, what's going on in the world. Who do you even believe? I mean, I'm talking, look around. We have to be careful with every... Where is the enemy going to plant the enemy right here you have to be real careful you have to you have to know you have to know that you know you've got to come to a place of, of, of maturing but as you mature and I'm talking about each one of us as we mature then you have more responsibility given to you y'all recognize that the Bible says that if you're faithful in little he will give you much there's a parable about that 
He gave the talents to three different individuals. One expanded it, the second expanded it, the, the third one just kind of held on to it and buried it. And what happened to that one? It was given to the one that stood and walked in their purpose in what they were doing. They recognized they had it. But see, there's different, there's different stages of development, and I want to spend this week and three more talking a little bit about David's life. David, David walked in different places, in different locations in his life, and in those locations, he grew and matured. And I'm just going to share the four, but then we're only going to talk about the first one. He was in Bethlehem, and in Bethlehem, he learned to be faithful in the natural things. Then he went to Adullam, which is actually, the word actually means place of caves, well, we all know the story of David where he ran and hid in the caves. In that area, you learn to serve others and to find the security in Christ. And then he went to Hebron, a place of covenant relationship. Now, we're going to talk about all these. And then he ended up in Zion, a place of victory and rule. That is exactly what you'll walk through if you let yourself walk through each stage that God's got going. Now, in those stages, you'll see little bits and pieces of what's coming in your future, but until you come to the place of recognizing what you have to do, because we've, we've all, he gives us a free will. And I think about David, and I want to read, I want to read a couple of scriptures. Well, let me, let me, let me reinforce this. In Matthew eleven twenty nine. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. That's in, the, that's in the King James. But listen in the Passion Bible. It says, simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover I am gentle, humble, easy to, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Then verse 30 says, for all that I require of you will be pleasing and easy to bear. How and why? We've got to walk through different places in our life and we've got to mature to the place where we recognize this is what God wants out of our life. Doc made a statement, it's so true. Until we learn to serve, we're not really going to be very happy people. And that is where David started out. It started out in the natural. 1 Corinthians 15, 44 through 46. Listen to this. It says, it is sown in the natural body it is raised in the spiritual body. There is natural body and there is spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, is a living being, and the last Adam become a living spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward is the spiritual. Why did I bring that up? Because we have to recognize we've got to come to a place in our life that we've got to walk through certain things to mature. It's an amazing thing how God's got it designed. He brings us in the world, and we're totally dependent on someone else. But in that total dependency, we turn spoil, spoiled. Have you ever recognized that everything that little baby wants, you give it to them? But then we have to come to that stage where you've got to quit being spoiled. And you've got to mature and grow up. And you've got to do and be what you're supposed to be in this world and be in your purpose. And you can read in, in Samuel, and let me go there. I've got my Bible marked, and I don't know if they're going to put these up or not. I think they are. 
in 1 Samuel, we're talking about David, and we're talking about a little bit of his life. In 1 Samuel 16, 11 through 13, as Samuel said to Jesse, are all your young men here? He, he came, the prophet came to anoint the king. And he was directed by God to anoint the king in this family. And then he had a lot of sons, and he had looked at all the sons, and he didn't get a okay. He didn't get a, this is the one. So he says, and Samuel said to Jesse, are all your young men here? Then he said, there remains yet a youngest there. He is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesus, Jesse, send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent, for, he sent and brought him in. He was ruddy and bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. What was he doing? He was taking care of his father's sheep. He was in the natural. The problem we're having nowadays in the generation that's coming up is they've had it so, they've had it so well, they've had it so made in America that they don't even know what it means to work. They don't even know what it means to, to get in the habit in your household of taking the trash can out. And if they're told to clean their room, they rebel. If they're told to take out the trash, now I'm, talk, now I'm not talking about everybody, but I'm talking that tendencies in every one of you because you were raised and spoiled and everything was given to you. That's normal. That's the way it's supposed to be. But when you wanted the bottle, what did you do? You cried and threw a fit. So you expect that to go on. Well, if you're a real parent, you're going to stand there and you're going to stop that. And you're going, to, you're going to teach and train them to recognize they've got to do what they're, they've got to submit. Nobody ever wants to submit. Are you one that works someplace and every time the boss tells you to do something, you murmur? We all were there a little bit until I was at, at a, can't think of his name now. It was, a, it was a conference, just a Bill Gothard, Principles of Living that come out of the Bible. And during one of the sessions, he brought up this, and he said, your responsibility, if you're working for someone, is to go and tell that person and do, make him the best boss there ever was. Because whatever you do for somebody, God's going to do for you, according to the word. Well, that changed my whole perspective because in that statement, it was like, whoa, I'm a pretty good worker, but I sure gripe and grumble. I sure talk about the establishment a lot where I was, where I was working at the coal mines uh, Peabody. And I was just like most of the rest of the people. It was like I only did what I had to do. But that hit me so hard that it, it changed. It changed. I, was, I didn't know this. I didn't know that I have to first learn the natural to walk in the spiritual. And I'll never forget when I told the guy's name was Ray. I said, Ray, I was riding in a pickup truck, yellow Ford pickup truck, old beat-up thing taking me down to a dozer. And I said, Ray, I've been wrong all along since I've been working here. He said, what? I said, my responsibility is to make you the best boss there is. He looks at me and said, what's wrong with you? When I read in Scripture, what did David do? 
what did what did David do? He was sent out. Maybe he was the youngest. Who knows what he was? But I mean, as far as he he just did what he was supposed to. We, back then, more of them did that. Now we've now it's almost like we have to make the young people. I mean, look at the signs. Nobody wants to work. There's every every establishment is looking for workers. If you don't start with little, well, they're not paying me enough. Well, it doesn't matter. You're working, and you're and more important, you're doing the natural. More important, you're doing it for God and working for the person. More important, you're learning how to submit, even if you don't agree with how they're running things. That is not your business. Now, if it's gonna if it's gonna hurt you or violate you or defile you in the area of, of what you walk Christian wise, yes, you block and you just walk away. But if you're just told to, if you're just told to clean the pot, you just say okay and you just go clean the. Well, why? Because it has to be done first in the natural before you're ever going to advance in the things of God. You're never going to move on to the places in God to where you could do in your purpose. That is just a fact. Look at, if you will, look at with me uh, in 1734. Let me flip over here. 34. This is what happened. David had went through already and seen the Philistine. He'd seen Goliath. And Saul wanted him to, he wanted to tell Saul, I'm going to take care of that. But listen to what happens. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Well, let's stop right there. Where'd all that happen? That happened taking care of the sheep. That happened in the natural. That happened when you had a boss that didn't know what he was doing, but you had to do what he told you to do, and you just kept your mouth quiet, and you did. You grew up in the natural. I don't want to do it to your mom and dad. Grow up in the natural. I, I'm, I'm talking about Drew a little bit right here. One day this last summer, I don't remember what was going on, but I know dad was busy, mom was busy, and he was over at the house. He wasn't working it that day for some reason because he worked all summer mowing grass. But he said, I'm going to run home and straighten up the house a little bit. Mom and dad are both working today. I went. He passed the test. <laughs> now, brother, he's always like that. Don't, no comments. But he made that statement to me, and that statement meant that his heart recognizing mom and dad are, are working and my room's a mess and I need to straighten it up. Maybe he was afraid he would get in trouble for not, it didn't matter. He still had the heart to do it. That is, that is where David was at with his sheep. He was battling the elements. Now think about it. Young man and a lion comes up. But he's seen who he believed in, took care of him. Young man and a bear come up, and he took care of it. A coyote may have come up. I mean, the list goes on and on of what he faced. The long nights by himself. That's where he turned his, his fear around and went with faith and sang psalms to the Lord. And he recognized that he had peace in all that. You have to walk through the natural before you're ever going to walk through the spiritual. It, this, I want to go ahead and read on this. It goes on and says, I went out... After it, I struck it, I delivered it, the lamb from his mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine 
will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, the Lord be with you. What happened? He grew up in the natural. He walked through the natural thing. I, I can say that about the church. Have you volunteered anywhere to help? That's one of the natural things that goes on because we are a body. We are a body that's moving and growing and needs help in different areas and different places. You'll never move on to the natural, you'll never move on to the spiritual things that God's got for you. You say, well, pastor, that's works. No, it's scriptural. We have to become a servant like Christ did. I've been, I've been blessed to get to go see one, two, three, four, five, and six of the chosen, you got to go see it. When it gets out, it won't come out to the internet until after seven and eight. To watch the character change in Peter has been amazing. To watch the hard time that Jesus went through has been amazing. But he came to serve. And then he gave all of this to us, all the power that he had when he walked this earth, every bit of it, folks. He gave to each and every one of you and I to walk through everything. When someone comes against you in the natural, you let it go. In the spiritual, you grow. That's a good saying. Let it go and watch you grow. Because that's the only, that's, according to Scripture, it just doesn't happen. It, it just, you don't go, you don't go from, you don't, you don't take a child and put them in a car. Unless you want things to happen like happened to me once. I, I put Chris in my little pickup truck. He couldn't even see over the steering column. He had to sit on something. He couldn't reach the pedals. And I had him drive my truck around back to unload firewood. Well, the only way he could see to back up was to open the door and look out. And then he comes around the house and says, Dad, the door won't shut. You've all heard this story. Well, there's consequences when you let somebody in the natural before they grow up in the natural. There's consequences. Now, do they learn? Yeah, oh yeah, he, he learned, and I learned. Isn't it amazing? I've been, <laughs> I've been preaching 34 years, and this past weekend an episode took place where I recognized some things in my past that I didn't do right, and I'm thinking, Phew. If I only would have, then this wouldn't be taking place. But guess what? I'm growing like everybody here is growing. But God always takes the bad things, the, the things you chose to do wrongly, and he makes it for good. Because you walk through the natural and you learn to forgive. You, you can't do this. You can't do this just automatically. You've got to learn to forgive somebody you're working with. You've got to learn to forgive people in the body. You've got to learn not to talk about people. You've got to learn to submit to whoever it is, no matter what they're saying or doing. And just, if you're under them, you just work for them and you do what they say and you don't rebel. You can give your opinion, but you still do. Because you'll never grow. You'll never mature to that place you need to grow. You've got to recognize, if you've got a teacher at high school that you don't like, guess what? If you, if you talk against that person 
I understand getting your rights, but you can do it in the right way. But if you're just mouthing and you're causing other people to turn against them, you will have a worse teacher the next person you go to. If you have a bad coach, you just deal with it. If you have a bad employee, you just deal with it. If you're, you just deal with it. If you've got a wife that's driving you crazy, you just deal with it. You just forgive. You let God have it. Are you, are you all following me? We've got to recognize that if I'm going to grow in the spiritual, I have also got to walk in the natural. And I've got to come to the place of recognizing I have got to mature in that position. And I've got to let God do the maturing. It, it, happened, in, it happened in David's life. It hap- it's going to happen in your life because that's just the way it is. A baby starts out with milk and starts eating solid food. Could you imagine giving a two-day-old baby a chunk of steak? Especially if it happens to be a pork steak that's got a little bit too much gristle in it and you can't cut it. Here you go, grow up. Well, it don't happen like that. It happens in seasons. It happens in the natural seasons. It's happened in, it happens in pressure. I don't want to submit, but I'm going to. I don't want to do that, but I'm going to. I don't want to forgive, but I'm going to. I'm going to leave it alone. That's in the natural. That's recognizing what God is doing. He, he, takes, he takes the trash we go through, and he makes it for good. I don't know how he does it, but he always does it. Proverbs 16:32 says, Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than to conquer a city. I can, and I've shared this. I can remember chasing my sisters around the house with a metal lawn chair over my head. I wasn't big enough to pick up a metal lawn chair. But it's amazing the demonic spirit, the strength that you have when you're doing something that you should not be doing. I can still see standing in the front yard picking that metal lawn chair up and chasing Diane around the house and threw it at her. And it ended up going in the slope that we had going in the basement, the driveway going in the basement. Joyce is shaking her head. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. That was in the natural. That had to stop. I have matured enough in that place that all you'll see me do is rise up a little for a second. And I know I better not go there. Because if I'm going to answer this problem this situation, this circumstance, no matter how bad someone has hurt me or done, I have, I have to get a hold of that. But I only did it because I grew up in the natural, seeing the damage that it was doing and recognizing the scripture later in my life. And if you're here today with a temper, you're the one that's suffering. And I'm not con- condemning you because I walked through it. I, I, w- I live with five women. I thought I was going to go crazy. And I'm still dealing with things in it. But the temper I got rid of. How? By choosing to trust this right here. This is what David did. Now, wait a minute. You walked me through the lion. I didn't think I was going to make it. You walked me through the bear. I didn't think I was going to make it. Now, this Philistine, I know. Because if you took care of that, this guy's nothing at all. And that's exactly what he did. It's the same in your life. 
When you recognize what he's brought you through, then you're going to have the strength to walk through the next thing. You say, well, are things going to get worse? Promise. Look at the news. Watch what's happening. We've got to be the ones that's got to be stable and sound and strong. I heard a report on CBN News the other day that 500 Muslim in, in the Palestine area in Gaza, 500 got saved in one day. Now, they were raised, brainwashed from a child to kill the Jews. I mean, that was, that, they were told that's what's got to be done before God comes back. They've got to kill all the Jews. That's why they're fighting so hard, because they think they're right. But the power of the Holy Spirit come upon that meeting, and 500 gave their hearts to Jesus. That church went from 500 to 1,000 in one day. Because of this right here. Because somebody walked in the natural and loved and loved and forgave and forgave and forgave. Can you imagine living where 90-some percent are Muslim or Hindu or some other religion that's not real? You have to have the strength. We got missionaries in Turkey right now. Folks, keep them in prayer. They're now killing the Christians in Turkey. I mean, it's just an ongoing, if you're a Christian, you kind of like Hitler did the Jewish people back in World War II. We got to get stronger. But the only way you're going to do is to, to... But I'm not going to work for $15 an hour. <laughs> for us old-timers... Dollar and ninety cents an hour when I work for Gilsters, throwing hundred pound sacks all day. Me and my me and my cousin Bill had the record for how how fast we could unload a a truck of of sugar and throwing it on skids. Four hundred and forty bags. I still remember the number. Four hundred and forty bags of sugar in the back of a tractor trailer, and we throwed it on skids in the fork. They had to have two forklifts to keep up with us. You say, well, why? Because it was God's business. It was God. It was our job to work. And that little guy was littler than I was, and he was throwing faster than I was. Bill's about this tall. Why do you tell me these stories? I know that because my dad raised me to work, that that natural that he taught me, helped me get right here. Am I, still, am I still where I need to be? No. I'm flawed everywhere. But I know that God's going to make good because I love him and I'm going to continue to work in the natural all the time. Just because David moved up to be king, he made mistakes. We can all read things about him. But yet, he had the natural instinct that he always used all the time. He went back to God. He went back to God. He went back to God. That he learned in the cave that we'll talk about next week. God's a good God, and God wants to take care of all of us. In, in Samuel 17, 17, let me read that. I've, I've got that wrote down. Then Jesse said to David, take now for your brothers, for your brothers, this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers. Jesse seen the growth in his son and said, Jesse. I mean, he said, 
He said, David, go. Go to the front line. Then the spiritual happened. You've, you've proved the natural. I can trust you. Take this to supplies to the front line where they're fighting. And we, we all know the story. And he went to the front line, and that's when he heard what was going on. And he seen this Philistine, and he moved on his heart. And inside, he was saying, faith. If God took care of that, then God can take care of that. And then he spoke it. He told David, no. David told Saul, no, I can take care of him because. Why? Because he did the natural. He came to the place in his life where the natural. It, folks, when you, when, you, when you walk in the natural, you see victory, but then you move to the supernatural. See, Bethlehem, the Bethlehem in your life is when you're growing up. Now, I'm not talking age. I'm talking every age is sitting here. All of us workplaces, all of us recognize how we've kind of bucked society, how we kind of buck what's going on. Be careful what you're bucking. Be careful what you're holding back. Yes, we've got to watch now because our government's crazy, taking advantage of, and, and that goes on and on. I'm just talking about your everyday activities of walking through life when people are, Doc said, it's not so much what you say. It's what you do. Well, in the natural, you've got to do what's the right thing to do. Watch what God does in your life. And be at that place where God's going to take care of you. I've got, I've got, I've got wrote down Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I wonder what that is. <laughs> but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Well, where do I learn that? In the natural. Putting up with all the stuff that goes on. <laughs> Don and I were talking the other day, and I, 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 we were talking about some stuff that went, I went through in my life this last few days. And I said, sometimes I feel like I've got knives just still sticking in my back from the hurts that have walked on in my life. But I've learned just, you don't carry them. You just let them fall out. You just start recognizing, oh, I still got to hurt. But the only thing you can do is let it go. The only thing you can do is let it go and just continue to walk and trust uh, to the place that I recognized when I got home, I recognized, man, my arms are aching, and then I recognize my chest is aching, and then I recognize, you know what that is? That's carrying something that I shouldn't be carrying. And I had to just go, no. Lord, I'm not, I, I can't. And folks, you can't, you, you, you've gotta, you've gotta, if you recognize you've made mistakes, just go back to the natural and start living the fruit that he says is in you. Recognize, now wait a minute, wait a minute. I have patience. I have love. And I could go through the list again. You all know the list. I, I have, I have, I, I am faithful. I, and, but, but you're not always faithful. But I am faithful. I am loving. I, I do have joy. I don't feel like joy. I don't care. I have, that's the real me. The real me is okay. The real me, if, if I'm bothered, then, then it's the old natural trying to come up. 
And I didn't walk through it. I let the natural take control again. And I come to the place. No, 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 no. Well, I'm mad. No, you're not. You can't get mad. You don't have any mad in you. Not the real me. But if I didn't, if I didn't do that in the natural, learn to forgive and learn to let things go, then I have a harder time in here where I'm, where I'm operating. So I've got to go back and go, okay, Lord, I know you're a forgiving God. I thank you for that, but you've got to give me the strength to get back and walk through this so I can walk out of this and you'll make good out of this. He always does. He always does. Wherever, whatever's going on in your life, you say, well, well, well you don't understand. I don't, I don't have to understand it. This is the answer. And the answer is, if you're bothered, well, I don't like that old woman. I don't like that man. Get over it. I don't like that person next to me. Their breath is terrible. Move over a chair. Get used to it. I mean, the, any of it that's bothering you. See, if you get upset, it's just you're not getting your way. And God's, God knows why you're sitting next to that person. No, I'm not talking about you two. Are, are you following me? He knows where you're working. He knows the people that are around. He knows they got flaws, but you've got a flaw if you can't deal with that flaw. And we've got to, we've got to recognize you're walking through the natural. You're walking through the Bethlehem in your life when something's rubbing you wrong, and you just allow it to rub, you forgive, and I promise you it will go away. God will remove them if you can't handle it, but he wants you to handle it. That's the purpose of walking through the natural. That's the purpose of walking through the, the teacher you don't like. That's the purpose of walking with a coach you don't like. That's the purpose of walking an employee that you don't like to be with. Isn't it crazy when you're working on the assembly line and they put you right there and right next to you is the same person every day, every day, every day, doing the same thing they always do, the things that bugs you. You've you got quit thinking about it and go on with Jesus. This is not hard, but it's difficult to recognize that you're, he knows where you are. He knows the snow came. He knows the roads are icy. I could go on and on with the things we battle, but it's how you battle them. It's, it's not what you're facing. Raymond, the cancer is spread to his bones. The cancer is spread to his lungs. He may not make it. He's believing for healing. I'm believing for healing. But bottom line, he wins. And watch how he goes through this. I've already been amazed. He came faithful to prayer when times he could not hardly get in here on Saturday morning. I mean, all he could do to get out of his truck and get in here and sit down for prayer because he knew this was his place at the time and the season. Now he can't even get out of his bed, but I'll bet you he's spending time with the Lord all the time. Why? Because he's been faithful and natural. He's walked in the things of life that we don't none want to walk through. So he can walk through the things that nobody wants to walk through. But he's a winner. That's a guarantee. Team, come on up. He has got us, folks. He is taking care of us. You got a purpose. You say, well, I don't even know what it is. Well, don't worry about it. Just love God. My favorite line that ended up being a song somehow, and I didn't hear the song before, I said, get up, 
love God, love people, and go to bed. If you just do that and just love, if you love people, you do all the fruit of the Spirit. You say, well, but I don't like that person. That doesn't make any difference. What you do is what the Word says. Let's stand.
got everything. All we have to do is take it back to the cross. Know that you're going to take care of all situations, every circumstance. Our place is just to wait and stand in faith, knowing, knowing without doubt in our heart that you will take care of everything that's going on for the better. And we give you all the praise today and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. Security meeting immediately in the Explorer's Room. If you want to get involved, we sure would love to have you.